1: Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're here for this week's matchups episode. Looking forward to that Lions game on Sunday. And here to talk with me as always about it is Frazier Tafar. Frazier, how you doing?
2: Doing good, Ken. Feeling a little the weather, but just excited to be talking about Ravens versus Lions. It's a big litany test for the Ravens and uh, where they stand in the National Football League.
1: Yeah, very, very much so. The Lions, some people think, are the best team in the national football. Or sorry, the best team in the NFC. Anyway, some people probably think they're the best team in the entire NFL. But uh, they're certainly one of the good teams, and they'll be one of the real challenges for the Ravens. I think it's uh, its nice to see the Ravens are three-point favorites at home. I mean, this is a, roughly an even game um, on a neutral yep. site.
2: Yep, very true. I think uh, maybe Vegas knows something we don't know, but on paper – this looks like to be a juggernaut type game. I think uh, it could go either way. Offensive, bat, I, I don't know. It's just going to be all around a well-played game. I think both teams are well-coached, disciplined teams, hard fighting, blue-collar cities. It's going to be almost like Pittsburgh going against Pittsburgh, but it's obviously not the same rivalry. It's going to be intense still.
1: All right. Well, let's get right to it. Uh, let's, let's start with the defense or offense. We'll start wherever you want. You uh, bring up the first one.
2: Uh, Let's go defense. I'm looking for the defensive line to continue their dominance up front against Detroit's offensive line. Uh, Detroit arguably has one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. I think uh, Penesul is one of the top tackles in the league. Uh, A lot of capital invested in there. So can we show that same push up front against Tennessee against the Lions because that obviously proved to be the difference factor in the game versus the Titans and all the games we win really is when we get consistent pressure up front it gives the chance for our DBs to not be stuck on an island in a sense of getting exposed and too much time for the quarterback to manipulate the ball downfield
1: I, uh, I think that is an important matchup, and and you're right about them being a, a very good blocking team. One of the guys who sometimes gets forgotten is Frank Ragnall, the center, who's outstanding. Uh, but their left tackle is a guy who can be beat, Taylor Decker. Uh, we'll see how he plays in this game, and certainly uh, the Ravens have, have gotten a lot of compound pressures, a lot of schemed-up pressures. Uh, they show things that they really think will match up well uh and they've they've stuck primarily with the four man rush the entire season and and it's been extremely effective and basically no team's been able to force them out of that uh so far uh this is certainly a you know a better offensive line and quarterback they're facing I can't believe I'm saying that about Jared Goff. but that is a huh. you know a a better offensive line and and quarterback that they're facing so uh that that battle on the offensive line'll be important i have a, a related one for for my matchup on the defensive side. I think it's Jared Goff versus whoever the Ravens have on the back end at safety, whether that's Marcus Williams and Geno Stone, Geno Stone and Hamilton, or perhaps even Geno Stone and Adams or Houston Carson, who might be activated from the practice squad. Um, seeing if that too deep coverage can continue to hold up, obviously it's, a, it's very dependent on the Ravens being able to stop the run with six. Uh, the offensive line may or may not make that difficult to do this week. So, uh, you know, they, they, for the times they can stay in that too high shell to start the play, then work out of it in whatever way they will, whether they match up or whether they they play quarters or or whether they come down with a robber or whatever it might be. Um, I think it's how those safeties react to golf and force him into shorter throws and whether that that can work again. Um, you know, against a, a, a team with some vertical threats as it did with the Bengals.
2: Would it be something if we saw Brandon Stevens had
1: safety this whole game? It, it would be something. And I don't think I'd be in favor of it. Uh, yeah. but it's, it's, it's not a, it, it's, it's not a sure thing. No, I just don't think that Brandon Stevens is the ideal back end safety. I think he's an emergency guy and you, you appreciate having him, but I don't think he's the ideal instincts safety for back there.
2: Yeah. Well, I think, if that's the case, we're going to probably try to play one high safety with Gino over top as the, the ball hawk and then have Stevens underneath, if that were to be the case. But like you said, I think if we stay to that quarter's too high show look, I think we could have continued success, especially up front.
1: That would that would if they if they get out of if they go out away from two safeties uh, deep that that will be this you know, they did it for Tennessee because they had to with Henry in the running game, but I, I just I I really have been so enamored with how well that has gone for the Ravens so far this year. I, I hope they're they force Goth to force them out of it. Yeah, very true. Yeah. All right, let's shift over to the offensive side of the ball. What's your big matchup?
2: Uh on offense, I'm looking for the offensive line to take a step up against another good defensive line and Detroit lions. Uh, they got one of the young studs and Aiden Hutchinson coming into town. I think uh, Ronnie Stanley and Morgan Moses are going to have their hands full this week. It's going to be crucial for them to not wreck the game essentially, because we see what it looked like against Pittsburgh and, we saw what it looked like against the Colts. And it's not fun to see Lamar not be able to showcase his talents like we've seen him be able to do in flashes this year. So it's going to be a big thing for them to control the outside and also the inside. I think Litterbomb's doing well. Uh, Zeitler's still going to step back, of course, but he's still a stud in the running game, not getting the push as usual, but continuing to get his blocks. But... The weak link on the line is Simpson, and it's starting to unravel a little bit this year.
1: Right. Need to to see him step up for a lot of reasons, but uh, in terms of if his left to right, sorry, inside out processing does not get better, I mean, going from center to left, actually on the the left side, where he can deliver help blocks more quickly to Ronnie Stanley, that's going to be a real problem, I think. Hutchinson versus Stanley is a fairly substantial Mismatch, I think, in the in the Lions' favor. Uh, when he faced Highsmith just a couple weeks ago, he didn't look very good. Uh, hopefully, he's a little healthier now uh, this week, but I, I still think that's one of the really tough matchups. I think the Ravens are going to have to do things to scheme up time and space for Lamar. So they are going to have to be plays where the ball is out quickly, even though I really hate that. And there's going to have to be plays where they try and extend it in ways that are not just simply keeping you in the pocket. And, and trying to extend a play. He can do that some where, where he leaves the pocket. Um, I, I I do think that the Lions are probably doing Lamar a favor to rush four. And yep. so if the if the uh even though Lamar had a very good game against pressure this last week, um it was it was pressure primarily from a four-man rush that that uh he was then able to deal with very effectively and and had an inverted game. But uh, I think they need to find some ways to, to to get him time and space that that are are perhaps are atypical and hopefully will not lean too much on the eligible receivers and restrict their routes.
2: Yeah, and it's it's very frustrating to watch the games, and you can tell Lamar is ready to break out, but it's just the circumstances around him on the offensive line is just it's just not there right now. Mm-hmm. So we need to do as much as we can to. Just showcase what he has because it's it's tough. I think we have the receivers. We obviously have an all-world tight end, and it's just it's the offensive line holding us back right now. And earlier this summer, the buzz was the offensive line probably was the best unit of the offense, but it's yep. turning out to be not the case at all
1: right now. Right. I mean, they, they were all healthy was the big thing. It's just the problem was – all that health, we it was more like we didn't know that they had some health issues, but they had six guys who were completely bubble-wrapped for the preseason, including all the starters plus yep. Um, I'm sorry. I guess it was five guys because Simpson did play some in the preseason, so it, it really is five. I've said that before, and I've said it wrong, so it's okay. Um, but anyway, they, they had a, a substantial component who hadn't even played any football yet, and in particular, Ronnie Stanley hadn't even practiced in pads basically yep. the entire, uh, camp time. So he's, uh, you know, he's still working it out.
0: And I, for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Ranger for the
1: ones who get it done. Boy, I mean, the Ravens need him to figure it out. They need him to to take another step, and you can see glimpses of him being very smart. Form. Ronnie Stanley? Yep, I, I but, think
2: uh, the one that comes to mind is I think he manhandled Highsmith uh, on the edge and just pretty much put him on his back. Uh, I think when Lamar was rolling left or something like that, it was a uh, highlight block for him. He didn't have a good game overall, but yeah. like you said, you can see the flashes. It's just obviously he hasn't put been on the practice field consistently. And football is a practice sport. It's just not a get on the field and make do. You have to be able to get continuity.
1: Yeah, hopefully he gets some help from from uh, uh, left guard. Okay. It's it is a the, the probability is not zero right now and and Simpson has not completely fallen off the table in terms of how he scored so he's, I don't I don't know if we're at the point where this change is imminent but the penalties have been a big problem still with yep. Simpson and and that was something we hoped would it would be cleaned up since his, his Las Vegas days but Cleveland is still available I think yeah. they may want him at right tackle as a replacement. Uh, I don't think it's reasonable to go to McCarry. And then once you go a level down, I think the next guy up is it might be Mustafer at left guard. So uh, you really, I, I think Cleveland probably is the guy. And I will say this, Cleveland in college was a very good inside out processor in terms of help blocking. So he's had some problems in the NFL in terms of pass blocking, in terms of really knowing what's going on that seemed to be different from what was happening at Georgia may have just been a case of he Overwhelmed the competition so much that he, when he was there, that it wasn't the same kind of, you know, same kind of, um, uh, competition level for him was was really driving it. But, uh, boy, I'd like to, I I would like to see him get another chance if Simpson goes as he has for another three or four weeks.
2: Yeah. It was the, the one play that, uh, Cleveland was in. I mean, he made the block. It looked like he kind of, he got off the ball well. I think I kind of got, when Simpson went down, obviously you don't want to see a player hurt, but you were like, okay, let's see what Cleveland can do on the left side because yeah. it's it's time to just see what else we have out on the roster. It's it's tiring to see him always on the ground, him not being able to make impact blocks correctly. It's just tough. He's always not being able to be in the right position on time. He's like a half a step late a lot. So, mm-hmm.
1: An- Another guy who had a lot of problems going to the ground was Bradley Bozeman and he could still do a lot of things for you as a left guard. Um, I I had, you know, I had thoughts basically largely size and shape thoughts, honestly, that Simpson might be the backup left tackle on this team. If things continue to go South in terms of injuries, like if we've gotten below McCary, um, you know, what, what do you really have at left tackle anymore? And honestly, I'm, I'm I'm not, I'm still not a hundred percent sure that would not be the case. Uh, Lily is not ready, um, and and Simpson is uh, a, a player who certainly has the length to play the position, but he doesn't have the balance to play the position. I think he might have the feet, but he, he does not have the balance. He's just—it's too easy to put him on the ground, by with the push-pull move, and uh, very frustrating. How valuable does Sharp look right now? Uh, we'd, we'd probably like to have him back in terms of how good he is. I don't think he's really any better than follow lately, but yeah. he's, uh, you know, he's another player.
2: Yeah. I think, I mean, I think we had a conversation before I didn't mind sharp. I think he is better than what he showcased at 2020 and 21. Mm-hmm. So I think it was, I was a little higher on sharp than most people, but I guess I'm not in the NFL for a reason. So,
1: well, when when you have a a player like that who definitely meets the size and shape requirements and has some experience at the position, and it's left tackle, um, there just aren't a lot of total humans on earth who have you know those characteristics. Right. So you you I, I'm I'm in favor of Sinat, um, you know Sharp being guys you 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 make an effort to retain. Um, and they've even had other guys. Will Holden was a guy who was kind of a little upset that the, that the Ravens lost as easily as they did um, to a practice squad. Uh, that was uh, back in 2020.
2: He played for us against the Titans, right?
1: Um, I'm trying to remember when he was actually in a game or a, even if he got in the game much at all. But he, he, had, he had played in for years in Arizona and been pretty bad. And then he, he got uh, taken off the roster by the Colts. I'm trying to remember right. if, if what he got in terms of time with the Ravens, right tackle. Uh, I think I, I actually thought he was next up at left tackle, but he might have actually his game playing And I'm, I'll look him up right now, but um, to see when exactly he played the, with the Ravens. But uh, he's actually I know I know uh, that
2: that game against Tennessee, we had a new right tackle in, and it looked like the offense was humming.
1: Yeah, at that point in time. Yeah, you're right. Right tackle, 31 snaps in in week yeah. 11. And, and then he, he had the false well.
2: start that really cost us that game.
1: <laughs> he did have, he was penalized twice in that game. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. It's uh, he, he had been really bad with Arizona or, or you know, decidedly really bad. Is pro- probably unfair to say it's below the replacement level. Cause you gotta be really reasonable about what the replacement level is at right tackle. Yeah. I, I, sorry, at tackle at all. Um, but he was a guy anyway, I, w- I was upset to, to lose. Anyway, some, so we, we would certainly both agree that the offensive line plays critical in this, uh, in this uh, matchup against the Lions. And hopefully, you know, we're not talking about injuries or we're not concerning ourselves with Stanley's injuries. I think the less we talk about Stanley's injuries the rest of the season, obviously the better in terms of his availability. But I think also probably the better in terms of his actual play on the field. So yep. we're we're not talking about it anymore. Is the is is what's going on? And I think on the other side, Moses is having a fine year. So I'm I'm uh, okay with what's going on with him. No way the Ravens don't pick up his you know year next year. No way they try and cut him for the for the cash at this point. But I, I've heard that suggested by people. There's other people who, th- who don't even think he signed. But but the, but then there's people who said, well, there's no way they're keeping him. I don't think he's going to make it through this year. And uh, the guy's been remarkably mobile and. He's kind of the opposite in every way of what I expected him to be when it came to the Ravens.
2: Yeah, I think he's shown real impact. I still have my questions about him, but as far as tackles, he's probably the best tackle on the team right now. Mm-hmm. And that's upsetting to say when we have a hundred million on a tackle <laughs> on the other side. So yeah. I think uh, one final matchup for this game is going to be the Lions crowd versus the Ravens crowd at MT. I think the Lions travel well. And the Ravens have not really shown out at home games. I don't know if you can attest to that, but I think the intensity level of the fan base has kind of went down a little bit in a sense of expecting a lot. And when we don't produce, people get upset a little too fast. And this Lions fan base is really, really into this team right
1: now. I mean, that's understandable, obviously. Yeah, it has seemed pretty loud most games at mt this year but but one of the issues has been when you have bad weather that definitely mutes the crowd so they have had a rainy game and that that wasn't particularly good for it but you know i I, this is if you can't get up for this game i don't know what you what you can get up for because this is a this is an absolutely critical um uh matchup in terms of Determining whether or not the Ravens are are legitimate contenders, uh, if they can't stay with the Lions, if the Lions you know blow them out thirty one seven or something, I mean this will that will not be a good sign for uh, who the Ravens are as contenders.
2: Very true, and uh, yeah, that's it's the home field advantage that's going to be crucial. So that's why that's the last matchup for me. Yeah.
1: All right, outstanding. Always fun to do this show with you and talk football. Fraser, Tough folks where they can talk football with you online.
2: You guys can find me at Twitter slash X at F underscore R-A-V-E-8. That's F underscore R-A-V-E-8.
1: Other folks out there, if you'd like to be on a film study short, hit me up. I'm always looking for new ideas, trying to get that one extra show per week that folks uh, uh, can bring an interesting thought experiment, new ana- uh, analytic method, uh, GM type discussion, franchise building theory, whatever you want to discuss, hit me up and, and we'll see if there's a show there. Uh for Ken McCusick, I sorry, for Frazier Tavar, this is Ken McCusick. Say goodbye. We'll talk to you next week on matchups.